0: Well, hello chickens. Welcome to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories
1: and our nightmares.
0: There you go, Lindsay.
1: This week we're going to be talking about the movie Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's
0: Dead. Thank you, Lindsay. Um this is a my choice movie. Um so that pretty much means that it's probably not that great. It's not. It is. It's kind of... a Lizzie, it is. Shut up. Um, This movie is one of those movies that I love from my childhood that I watch because it's about nostalgia for me. It's not necessarily about the quality of the movie. And you will see that as you watch this movie. It is one of Christina Applegate's first uh, films. um, And she's actually pretty much the same character in this movie that she is on... um... Nope.
1: I know what you're gonna say. What? Married with Children? Yeah, why isn't she the same character? I don't remember quite married with children, but I think she was, like, much more of, like, a... Slut? Yeah, and <laughs> kind of an airhead. And I don't feel like Sue Ellen is that.
0: Oh, yeah. Swell. Um, well. yes, Yeah. In this movie, um, the movie starts off, it is, takes place in, I think, L.A.? Yes, it's pretty close to their, um, the first scene, they are at a consignment shop, which were really huge in the night or the nineties. It's where you resold like really good clothes, kind of like Plato's closet, but like better. Was it? Yeah. That's what a consignment store is. Oh, I didn't know
1: they were, I thought they were like at an actual clothing store.
0: Yeah, they do. They just get, they, uh, are very selective about what clothes they choose to resell. Um, so, yeah, it's more upscale, bougie. Um, and that's the place. We had one right next to our B&B resale. Um, it was right next to the mobile, uh, next to uh, 1009 Cardinal Lane. Wow, giving out our old address. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do background checks on us now. I love it. Okay, so now this movie, the beginning of the movie, Swellen, who is known as Swell. 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 They spell it swell. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I I think it's kind of cute. Swell. Um, Yeah, uh, Swell is the main character, Christina Applegate, and she is at a consignment store with her friends. And their friends are talking about how they're going away for the summer. They're going to Europe for like a a senior trip. And Swell can't go because her mom is going out of town because her boyfriend has bought her a flight to come visit him because she desperately needs to get away from her children. Um,
1: Which I understand, but she's leaving for two months mm -hmm. to go to Australia
0: and leaving them with a stranger. Yes. And at the beginning of the movie, none of the kids are under the impression that anyone is staying with them. So it's not like they were told that someone was going to be watching them. They're pretty sure that Swell is going to be watching them the whole summer. So to just surprise them the day of with a random person, I just feel like that would never happen nowadays.
1: No, she would get CPS called on her first of all for leaving five of her young kids. I mean, Swell is seventeen, but the rest of them are minors.
0: Yes, her brother, uh, the older brother, is like the closest in age to her, and I'm pretty sure he he's is 16, entering. His I senior, think, yeah, 17. he's entering his senior year, but he is a total burnout. Um, My- after. After the consignment shop, uh, she's so excited. She comes home, and she's like, I can finally be, like, a free woman this summer. I can go to the beach. I can do whatever I want. I can make my own rules. Um, And then she finds out that her mom has left her with um, this lady who knocks on the door. She's kind of old. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, Holocaust old. Like, super old. (laughs) No. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, could have been around in that time. Frame.
1: She she was probably in her 80s or 90s. The mom even was like, asked her, do you think you can handle all this? And she was like, kids are my life. All oh, my like, kids have gone away. And
0: now all I do is take care of other children. Yes. Yeah, very much that. Um, but I was already getting like um, Hansel and Gretel vibes from her anyways. As soon as I met her, she just seems like she's she nice. Met her yeah you know when you met her on screen Lindsay. jesus christ um well anyways this old bag of bones walks into their house and as soon (laughs) as soon as the mom leaves um she all the kids are at the house uh even and this is their four children five children five kids
1: five because they're swell kenny zach melissa and walter
0: Yes. Okay. Now, Walter is um, just like this, the young one. He um, is not really, he's oh, he gets his bad impressions from the other children. Like, yes. uh, Walter, uh, his older brother is Zach. He steals money out of his mom's bag at, before she even leaves. Okay. And the mom catches him and is like, You need to put that money back. If you needed money, you could just ask me for it. And he's like, Well, can I have money? <laughs> and she's like, No. You can't, you just stole from me.
1: And that's, Um, that's the thing. On one hand, you're like, how could this mom leave her five children for two months? And then the other hand, you see these kids and you're like, okay, I would leave them
0: for five months as well. And then Melissa is um, the uh, actress who played in Halloween four and five. She was Jamie. She
1: was supposed to be um, Jennifer Love. Hewitt was supposed to play Melissa, but kids incorporated wouldn't let her out of her
0: contract. Oh, wow. That is crazy because we're kids in corporate. K I
1: D S.
0: Yeah, Jesus. We see, we remember, I didn't remember that part of the like little jingle until you sang it. So we really do complete each other's thoughts, Lindsay. That's true. Um, now, Melissa in this movie, she is, like, the tomboy. She, at the beginning of the movie, she is trying to burn a family of cockroaches on a chair with a magnifying glass. And was fucked up. How do you get that many cockroaches to stand together for that long? You know what I mean?
1: True. She's
0: burning them straight. Just burning, she's like, burn, suckers. Okay, she has that, like, Sid energy from Toy Story. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, Kenny is the weed boy. He is 16 years old, a year younger than Swell. And he is, like, that typical rebel that doesn't want to do anything, doesn't want to do his chores, just wants to go and smoke weed with his friends and wants to basically, like, just be a nobody. Right. You forgot Zach. No, yeah. Zach is the one who steals money out of his mom's wallet. Shame, shame. Um, And he also is um, the hopeless romantic. He's, like, really, he's just, like, the blue-eyed, like, Dutch-haired, hair oh cut, yeah like you
1: know, perfect Dutch like boy. jonathan taylor thomas
0: vibes yes yeah blue eyes crystal blue eyes like the ocean <laughs> um yeah so yeah there and swell is like the very hip trendy older sister who really has a mind for fashion she wants to go to school for fashion um at the beginning of the next after this summer that her mom's gone she wants to go to school to become a fashion designer but uh, her mom wants her to go to community college and she's everything's just up in the air for Swell. which
1: is probably true i mean mom's right in that i think because kids should probably
0: have something a little more like i tell my daughter a little more realistic yeah you've got to have as long as and i think going to community co- college first is a good idea just because that way you can get your core classes out of the way you don't have to worry about you can get all that stuff decided in those two years it's going to take you to do that to really figure out what you want to do as a career path right How to make it feasible. How to make money, honey, because that's what it's all about. But kids don't
1: think about that. Kids think you just fall into a career, which Sue Ellen did.
0: Yes. Um, Now, uh, there comes a point in this movie, um, right after uh, the mom leaves, um, the babysitter starts yelling at them. And they're like, wait, this is not the nice bitch we met when you first got here, okay? Okay. She's changing it up on them. She has rules for them. She tells Walter to stop watching TV and she gives him a dictionary and tells him that the next day she wants a paper, a report about the life of an aardvark. Okay? That's what she says. She gives him a fucking dictionary and tries to get him to do some research on it. It's kind of wild. Anyways they don't want to put up with their shit anymore after a night of all the bullshit. Um, and so they go to swells room after uh, the babysitter has given them all name tags. Okay. Because that's the only way this old bitch can remember any of their names. All right. So they're, they've had enough at this point. So they're going to the babysitter's room. Um, they knock on the door. There's no answer. Oh, alas, they open it. So walks in, closes the door. Um, I don't think that's a, that's, that was always weird to me. I, if I was knocking on someone's door, And was going to go talk to them. Um, When I went in. I wouldn't immediately shut the door. With the other kids at the door. I would have just left it open. I thought that was kind of weird. Maybe she just wanted
1: to tell her in private.
0: Yeah. Not have it be like a big scene. Like they're all attacking her. Right. Well anyway. She goes in the room. She gets no response. um, From the babysitter. She turns her chair around. And it looks like she's just sleeping there. Just a little sleep-sleep, and then you realize as she moves the chair a little bit more that she falls out of it and stumbles onto the ground uh, with her crochet needle in hand. Plot twist. She's dead. Plot Plot twist. She's dead. Um, You can't tell mom that babysitter's dead, because that's the whole point of the movie. But um, the thing is, chickens, is they don't know what to do, so they put what all kids would do in this situation, you know, just put her in a fucking luggage trunk. Yeah, trunk, and take her away somewhere and drop her off.
1: Yeah, in true 90s fashion, they wrapped her in a
0: California Raisins bedsheet first. Oh my God. And then put her yes, in the cow- trunk. Well, <laughs> uh, the Claymation Christmas is something I watch every Christmas. And it has the California Raisins in it. And it's so cute. They're singing with, like, uh mammals i couldn't tell you the last time i saw that camels i meant to say camels (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah anyways um after this they realize that um they're gonna they have no money because um as they're driving her car uh they stole her car too they're just driving around any place they need to go it's a buick it's black it's beautiful kind of looks like a hearse Uh, which is fitting because she died so (laughs) it's very good um but yeah so they're trying to figure out what to do how they're going to make some money because they cannot um they cannot survive five kids for a whole two months with no money well they probably should have called their mom yes immediately but they didn't want their fun summer to be over already did it turn out fun though (laughs) It wouldn't have been. Well, we'll see in a minute. (laughs) Um, So they uh, go to the grocery store um, with what little money they have left from pinching quarters um, from the the love seat and couch, getting money from anywhere they can find it. Um, And they go to the store. They get a light amount of groceries um, and then uh, swell and Kenny. Kenny, decide who is going to be working, okay? Because one of them has to have a fucking job. Kenny does not want to work. Plus, I don't think he would be able to keep a job. Um, but the way they decide who is going to get the job is they are going to flip a pizza box, okay? And if it lands on the face of the old lady who's on the pizza box, then that means Sue Al has to get a job. But if it lands on the ingredient side, then Kenny has to get it. Guess what? That old bitch showed up. Smiling right in Suelle's face, and Suelle had to get a job. Okay. Um, now, at this point in the movie, um, she goes and gets a job. Like, she wants to get a job and figures it'll be easy to get a job anywhere. They'll hire me as an t- uh, assistant anywhere, you know? That's what she thinks. But the only job she ends up, I, you don't even see the job search process. You just see it cut to that, her saying, I could get a job anywhere, pretty much. And then she's working at a clown dog hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chili dogs. Yeah, like another Sonic reference. Oh my God, why does Sonic keep coming up in these?
1: I don't know. I would say like Portillo's.
0: That's That sounds like a, sounds like Italian food. Susie's is
1: a chili dog place here, Morton, Illinois. Susie's. I shouldn't be giving my location, but
0: <laughs> but we already did earlier in the episode. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she gets a job and she meets a boy there. Now, what's this boy's name? Brian. Brian. Okay. Now Brian is fine. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but um, yeah, he is the delivery boy um at the hot dog hut, whatever it's called, clown dog hut, um, and uh, she meets him on her first night, and she's it. She meets him earlier in the day, and then at the end of the night, they're cleaning up, closing up shop, and he is playing hockey with a uh, a top bun of like a burger or something and hits it into an old metal trash can. I haven't seen an old metal trash can in God knows how long. He, he loves the job. It
1: seems. Yeah. But he talks her into quitting, which is odd. Yeah. Like, (laughs) say, Hey, just hang on. It's only your first fucking day.
0: Yeah. He seems to be having a blast.
1: Right. So like, why can't you make it a blast for her?
0: Yeah, yeah. Why don't you help her out? Especially later in this movie, she becomes his love interest. Okay? So, like, why wouldn't you want her to stay around?
1: Right. And he convinces her to leave. She quits and leaves him, I assume, to clean up the rest of the shit she has
0: to clean <laughs> He up. did. He did. <laughs> he had to clean it up, all his goddamn stuff, which is so fucked up. That's, like, uh, kind of tragic. I definitely now, wouldn't uh, have dated her. Yes. Now, after this, um, she goes and she, the next day, she gets up ready OK, and she puts on all of her mom's best outfits, which are questionable in the 90s. A brown top that's like really flowy. And then underneath it, like a green tank top or like a turtleneck. And then like it just it was that a lot probably killed it in the 90s. It probably did. She is probably like, I feel so elegant. But, and then she lies her way through a resume. Like, yes, yeah, she copies it essentially from like a how to build a resume book. <laughs>
1: which I wouldn't suggest for people but, going to get a job, but it
0: worked for her. In a movie. <laughs> it, <laughs> it did. It works for her. It's something that has no context to real life. Swellen so is applying to be just a receptionist. She's the one who's going to be answering the phones. Um, now, she meets the real receptionist that is there at that moment, and she is a mega cunt. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is just so not polite you can tell that she feels jaded by everything that's happened in her past she's like that mean girl in school that didn't invite you to her pool party so now she's like having sex with your brother 10 years later you know what i mean it seems that per- to get- you. no, no 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 i just like that's a scenario that i feel like she seems bitter um now she ends up uh suelle ends up finding her way uh bumping her way into rose okay who is uh the executive she's like the what what's her job director She's someone that works
1: there. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, she's higher like I
0: don't know. Yeah, she's the, the one who deals title. with all of the money. She is like, yeah, she's the boss. She's the boss of everything, except for the one guy um who takes Suelle out on a date. He's the main boss, but he is creepy. He is also trying to get with Rose. But anyways, side note. Um Suelle bumps into Rose and Rose takes her ap- or her resume, reads it. And says, oh my God, and so dumb. She's very like airheady. the bosses. Uh, she believes anything in this movie. She believed that this resume was real. Yeah. And that this girl wasn't underage. Okay.
1: Now, first of all, okay, let's go back. It's called G A W. It's um they cool. make they make uh, uniforms for different careers. Um and Rose Lindsay is the executive. Company executive is what I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, but second off, what high up company executive is looking at a receptionist resume in the first
0: place? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, maybe she just like I don't, I don't know. Maybe she just bumped into her and was just like making small talk, and then just was like, oh, let me see it. Blah blah blah. I maybe I can put in a good word for you or something. I don't know. Um, well, she ends up seeing this resume, and she's like, well, I have an executive assistant a, a position open. Um, swells probably in her head thinking like, bitch, I'm a child. I know nothing about what those two were <laughs> together. Okay. <laughs> um, and so she ends up hiring Suellen for like a six figure salary. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, it's wild. She has a little, uh, petty cash box in her drawer, in her desk that has so much money and it just endless amounts. It seems, um, she's responsible for taking care of all that. She's uh, responsible for getting the QET report, um, for making sure that the fabrics are signed off by her. What? This is so much responsibility for just a child.
1: Yes, and she doesn't do well.
0: (laughs) At first, she uh, fakes her way through. She she does well at the end. Basically, what happens at this point is um, you. She gets to go home, and that night she uh, they go out to eat somewhere because you're celebrating her getting a a new job. Like a Chuck E. Cheese, okay? It's like a Chuck E. Cheese, like, just but cooler. Um, <laughs> and so they're out, and they took the Buick. They took the babysitter's black Buick, okay? And um, they're inside. They're having just the time of their life. They come out to leave. Um, and there's three drag queens stealing their car. Which I
1: don't understand that
0: at all. I don't get it at moment. all. Um, and the one driving the car was um, Liza. <laughs> Liza Minnelli.
1: She I thought the- Marilyn Monroe was played by, um,
0: <laughs> I can't think of his name. Okay, cool. Was <laughs> no,
1: but it's a said. drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race that he wouldn't even have been alive. Oh. Alaska. <laughs> I thought it was Alaska. It does oh, look like yeah,
0: Alaska. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, no, I, when, when I saw that scene, I was like, were they actually, per- were they eating at a drag club? Yeah, I was don't, I don't get on? it. I don't get that plot get point in the story. I don't get it. There's a lot of things in the 90s that I think were just very taboo and of the moment. That was probably when RuPaul had just become successful. Drag queens were, like, becoming more common. Um, and so maybe they were using it as, like, a, you know, just, maybe. this is current events kind of thing. I don't know. Because uh, that's right around the time that Party Monster, which is another good movie, um, that's when that movie took place and it's about like the drug scene and club scene in New York. Anyways, we're on the other side of the coast. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are, we are. Okay. So they steal the car. Um, and they're like, well, don't you have any friends that can come pick us up? And they're all going through all their friends and, uh, Kenny's friends will come unless you give them money and Sue and all of her friends are uh, overseas in Europe that she's not there. Um, and so they call who else the but- clown dog driver, Brian, Woo! Get it, Brian, to the rescue. He pulls up and she's like, thank you so much for coming to get us. And he's like, oh, I kind of like being the hero. (laughs) He He doesn't have the country accent. He doesn't. He (laughs) doesn't. Me and my... No, it's because it's line, I want to be a hero. Me and my trusty steed. Is that what talking about? Yes, that is exactly what he said. Corny.
1: Very, very. (laughs) Kenny is giving him the stink eye, like... Who is this guy?
0: Bitch, you ain't taking my sister's virginity? That's what he's thinking. (laughs) I'm sure she Uh, wasn't a virgin. She seemed pure. Sue Allen was not giving her cat away to no one. She went on a date to go see this dude, like, have, I think it was turtles come up on the shore and fuck each other or something. Yeah, but she (laughs) also went
1: on a date with Rose
0: Lindsay's boyfriend. She didn't go on a date with him. She did not what, know that was a date.
1: What? What is she really? I mean, naive, I guess it would
0: be. Yeah. All these moments that happened in this movie, all of the job moments, they're all going to cross over because they all happened at different times. But honestly, I can't remember what happens first. Right. So, all the sh- shitty stuff that happens at her job, she cannot handle her job that well. So, she gives the QET report to this lovely other assistant who is like the geeky girl. I think that's I don't unfair. Know she is like the geek girl. She's kind of mouthy and talks like this and just mouthy. Okay, well, that's not know. a geek. She doesn't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Lindsay. We all have our own definitions, don't we? Um, well, anyways, um, the receptionist uh, the sister of Brian, the hot dog dude. Um, she tries to get Sue Ellen every chance that she can. She tries to, she catches that the the geekier girl is doing the QVT p- report for her. And she catches her because she came in on her off, on her sick day to hand in the report. She wants to give it to Sue Ellen, but she gives it to the receptionist. The receptionist is like, this is going to get her fired, bitch. And she goes over and gives it to Rose in front of Sue Ellen. And uh, it's like, oh, look at her. She's outsourcing to other employees. And she's like, well, maybe if you did more of that, you would have been moved that. <laughs> yeah. And, I
1: mean, Rose Lindsay has an unexplainable love for uh, Sue L because she does it, it. She really should never been hired. She yeah, can't even do her own true. fucking
0: work. <laughs> so if I was a
1: receptionist, I'd be pissed, too.
0: Yeah. Because she just, she just wanted to move up in her job, the receptionist did. You could just tell.
1: Yeah, so you can kind of understand how she'd be you salty. Can. But she was such a bitch when she first came <laughs> to She was like, she was like, you need to go to
0: now. Like, Sue Ellen was stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go downstairs. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she is a bitch. She is very rude. Uh, at one point in the movie, Sue Ellen comes out on her first stage to try to make, uh, uh, try to fax something. And she's like, hey, do you know how to fax something? And she's like, I don't know. I think an executive assistant would know something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just always, just such a bitch all the time. Well, at this point, you find out uh, in the movie that uh, her brother is the hot dog dude, and he comes into the, the building um, right after she's had this awkward date with her boss, and she goes into his office to try to hide from the boy that she likes, who she's gone at a couple dates with. They even went to this store, like a toys, a toys R Us, and we're bouncing on balls in the middle of the like aisles. Yeah, you know, very fun. Told. I would have totally done that. What else are we going to do in the 90s besides that and drink Surge? She could bounce on <laughs> actual balls. That is very inappropriate, Lindsay. <laughs> that was... we got to cut that had, out. <laughs> no we're keeping it we're keeping it so people can see how messed up you are too okay um so yes at this point in the movie um she she goes
1: into gus's office which by the way that guy's name is gus brandon which i mean nick knows my son's name is gus and my husband's name is brandon so i thought that was funny and her name is rose Lindsay. my name is
0: Lindsay. Lindsay? so we're all in the
1: movie
0: yeah and then um Who's the one? Oh, God. What's the lady who? Um... Nope. Never mind. What? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I was like, what lady? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I was thinking of Susan B. Anthony. I don't know why. Okay, so. I'm related to Susan B. Anthony.
1: No, I'm related to Susan B.
0: Anthony. No, I'm related to Susan B.
1: Anthony. No, Lindsay. I am related no. to Susan B. Anthony. Her middle name no, is Brownell.
0: No, isn't she the one who sewed? Excuse me. Isn't she the one who sewed? The American flag? <laughs> isn't that Martha Isn't that Martha Washington? No.
1: Who made the American Seriously flag? Excuse Anthony did not. She was the she was like the women's suffrage, like getting women's rights to vote.
0: Hold on. Okay, here we go. Because I'm related to the lady who made the American flag. Oh, well. Betsy Ross. Yes. Okay, well, we were both wrong
1: on that, but you were definitely wrong on Susan B. Anthony. So,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Susan B. Anthony just spoke to me. Maybe I'm Maybe you're related speaking. to Helen Keller. <laughs> okay, so she's in Gus's office, and this is where she stands up for herself, and it's like, why are you, why are you doing this to Rose? And he just creepily is like, oh, well, I'm kind of hitting on you, but if you don't want me to hit on you, then I'm definitely not hitting on you. He is
1: such a fucking predator.
0: Such a predator. Um, Now, at this point in the movie, Rose has... um, There's just been a lot of shitty things that have happened for the company, and they've lost a couple of counts. um, And they're about to find out that they're going to be that that division is probably going to be closed. They're not going to need them anymore because they're just not producing the good kind of uniforms that people were buying back then, I guess.
1: Yeah. They were trying to get an account at a school, I think. And like Sue Su- Su- Ellen had told her kids don't want to wear uniforms. And she was like, eh, 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 eh. and then she, she was right. Kids don't want to wear
0: uniforms. They don't. So she came in with, she's downstairs thinking she's about to lose her job. Sue well and she's in the uh, fabric department, and all these clothes are passing by her, and all she just sees a light bulb goes off, and you just see her start picking out different articles of clothing, putting it together, kind of like she wanted to do. She wants to be in fashion, so this is kind of her just using her instincts and doing them, and uh, she presents it to Rose and the fabric dude, and uh, they really seem to like it, and Rose says that this is probably going to save their business, which is nice. Yes,
1: it is. Some of the We'll get to that, but some of the outfits are
0: questionable. We'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The one only thing I'm gonna say right now the only the only one that's like really. Extra is the yes, nurse. the pink nurse.
1: <laughs> That's the only one I was thinking when I was watching that. I'm in the medical field, you're not wearing that to be a nurse,
0: <laughs> maybe in a porn, <laughs> yeah, but um, not definitely not in a regular nursing situation. Maybe the 90s nursing was different. I don't know if Born you've ever evil.
1: worked around male patients, but they'll grab your ass in scrubs. So I can't imagine wearing what she was wearing.
0: No, y'all, what a hustle. <laughs> um, anyways, so um, Rose is trying to put all, or Swell's trying to put all this uh, together. They've only got a couple more days until their mom comes home, okay? Um, and they have to clean up this motherfucking house because guess what? Rose wanted to get an area that she could buy that they could rent out, but all of the money from the
1: petty cash petty is cash. is stolen yeah. by her damn brothers and
0: sisters over yes! 3000 dollars And what do they buy with it? Yeah, what do they buy with it, Lindsay? They Please bought a TV entertainment
1: system for Walter. They bought a bone for their dog. Whole wall system. They yeah, bought a wife. bone for their dog. They bought some kind of game. Yeah. The boy, Zach, bought a ring, a diamond ring for his girlfriend, who
0: fucking breaks up it with him just anyway. A ch- no, but it was just a chip, Ugh. Lindsay. <laughs> and then, uh, what's your name? Uh, Melissa got a new box. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think the game that she bought was for Walter, and it was the Jeopardy game or something. So he could, because he was always playing Jeopardy on TV. Mm, it wasn't Jeopardy, but I don't remember what it was. Or whatever that fucking smart yeah. game is. I don't know. I don't watch smart games. Obviously. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, clearly. Um, so this is the point where they all need to buckle down, because honestly, um, the thing that I don't like about the argument... When she's telling the kids, like, hey, we need to clean this place up. The kids, after they say that uh, all the money they've spent, they were like, well, you take money from petty cash all the time. Bitch, because she's working. She has a she
1: Yeah, but she didn't. She wasn't the best example. She was buying boots on a magazine. I mean, how do you. I I
0: don't know. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you leave five kids alone. Um, You know, they just cannot fend for themselves. Also, side note, we didn't talk about this, but um, there are some injuries in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Walter falls off the
0: fucking roof. (laughs) Because Kenny is supposed to be watching him, but Kenny is getting super stoned in his room with his friends. And all of a sudden, um, he's trying to fix the TV. The uh, Walter's trying to fix the TV so he uh, the antenna is what's fucking up. He asks his brother to go fix it. His brother doesn't want to. So he gets a ladder on a two story house, climbs up all the way to the antenna and then slips and then you, the way Kenny finds out is he's dangling in front of his fucking window about to fall on the fucking ground. And he falls okay? far. That's a big ass house. Yeah, he fell really far. He only broke his arm, which is nice. And
1: it snapped Kenny out of his you know drug induced stupor and he became a belgian waffle chef which is i guess their yes. equivalent to being a responsible person as if you can make belgian waffles for the family
0: it gave me like that um his character in that moment was giving me very like that stay at home dad movie in the 90s mr mom yeah, that was <laughs> a stay-at-home dad. You know, no, just Mr. Mom. That would have worked better now. Um, yeah, so it, he ends up cutting his hair, uh, getting more attractive. Yes. Which I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> um, and so it's all leading to the night of, okay? Now everything is up in the balance. The mom is going to come home in a couple of days. So they. she's still planning on how are they going to clean this house after this big-ass party. But um, they, they seem to clean the whole house and scrub down that nasty-ass pool to get this party to even start. You know what I mean? Their house was a mess. Oh, yeah. Before.
1: Yeah, the house was a mess. And the mom just leaves. The mom mom just
0: leaves. like, I can't say it. And it's it. cool. And no cop ever showed up to their house to be like, where is this missing lady?
1: Yes. <laughs> she had no family. So they don't even know who she um, is. No one- which is terrible if you think
0: about it. They didn't even tell who this lady was.
1: So she's probably buried as Jane Doe.
0: Uh, Rose arrives, um, but this is the mo- this is the night that um, the receptionist wants to tell Rose that she did some research on this Sewell and she found her driver's license, bitch, because it was in the petty cash box in her wallet that she just leaves at work.
1: Which is odd. I mean, this whole yeah. movie, good Jesus,
0: good Jesus, <laughs> good Jesus. That's when we get. Uh, that's going to be a tagline for our show. We're going to get T-shirts that say good Jesus. <laughs> I like it. He's a good Jesus. Um, But yeah, so they all show up and um, Rose is frantic because, of course, she's trying to make sure that this goes off without a hitch. There's a lot of buyers there. There's a lot of people that could make this company like turn over a new source of income. Um, And Gus comes in while Suelle is in the uh, living room by herself. And he continues to try to hit on an underage person. Okay. Well, uh, to be fair, he uh, didn't know she was underage. His- James Charles. No, he didn't know. Yeah, he had no idea. But it was still a woman who doesn't want your attention. Um, yeah. No means no. Okay. Um, yeah. Whatever, what's that catchphrase? The, um, <laughs> me too. Yes. Me too. That wasn't around 91. should have been. Should have been. Maybe all these people wouldn't have been fucked up for this long. Um, <laughs> yeah, so basically uh, she's had enough. So she has a little squirt gun that uh, Melissa was filled with Windex, and she was using to clean the windows earlier, a go. ago. Um, she picks it up, and she's like, listen. She starts spraying them in his crotch, which effective. is like, okay. It is effective. I didn't understand how what she was trying to pull until Rose came into the room right after that. And it, A, looks like he pissed himself, or he came his pants. <laughs> Gross. I think it was meant to look like he peed himself, not the other. Yeah, to embarrass him. Yeah. Um, But uh, this is where Suelle tells uh, Rose that he has been just continually hitting on him or her. (laughs) And um, this is after Rose has already gone on like vacations with this motherfucker and had a 48 hour orgasm. Yeah, she
1: really thought she found the love of her life with this one.
0: Which how? She's uh, she asks Suellen if she's ever had a forty-eight hour, hour orgasm and she's like, I've never been to Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, I just love it. So now this is where um everything is about to start. The lights are on, the stage is set, these bitches are about. Yeah, to the go. pool looks okay. amazing. It's like heart-shaped with a the little bullish over yes. it. Yeah, with, like, a see-through bridge kind of thing. And then there were, like, um little, uh like, lilies floating I in the water. It. She it really did crazy. a great job for a 17-year-old. 17-year-old who had no money left in petty cash, so how'd you get
1: this? And Kenny's friends who wouldn't give him a fucking ride without money are over there fucking sculpting ice sculptures and shit. Come on.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that ice sculpture looked too good for... A burnout? For- There's yeah. no way he could have... Yeah, there's just no way. It's, like, very inconceivable, this movie. (laughs) But that's why I love it. I love fantasies. Isn't that why we all go to see movies so we can escape, (laughs) you know? No. But now we're going to talk about um, Lindsay. I'm going to uh, let you explain the runway looks. Because I have a feeling that you are going to tear them apart.
1: Okay. The first, I don't remember all of them. The only reason why the nurse stuck out to me is because it was
0: wild. The first one, though, is, was it the nurse? The first ones I think to come out were the three girls oh. that worked at like a bellhop. Oh, yeah. Those were very cute.
1: Those were very cute. It was like Those a purple, and turquoise, pink
0: situation. Yeah. Each girl was in a different color and then they had a black dress. Yes. Skirt very on. cute. Yes. Still something I don't think they would wear at a fucking No, motel. because what about the guys? Yeah. Okay.
1: So it was them and then it was the nurse?
0: No, then it was the uh, referee. The referee. I don't remember what she was
1: wearing, though. I remember her hair was the referee was just wearing
0: some big baggy like green, uh, puffy shirt with like a a fluorescent belt and then two like different colors. Yeah,
1: we're not explaining it the way it needs to be explained, so you guys should just go watch the movie, just the ending. I mean, because I wouldn't recommend watching the whole thing. No, (laughs) yeah, the runway, so you can see the kind of fashion. The next one was a nurse, and it was a short, tight pink like spandex dress with like a black Mm -hmm. feather pen and like a nurse's cap but it was like black and pink checkered and like yeah it had like diamonds on the roll in
0: it like that's what nurses are doing (laughs) checking on their patients and no nurse no nurse's outfit is complete without her stethoscope (laughs) (laughs) no yeah she was she was given a lot of body um, now, at this point, when the the nurse comes out, this is where uh, you hear the hot dog, oh. dude. He He's on the inter- he drives over to the mm-hmm. house. OK, and he is uh, he's speaking on the speaker um, and fucking up all this music. So it's like an overlap. It's just a lot. It's very um, if you have sensory issues, it will make you have like. An <laughs>
1: yeah, he's much saying how much she, I guess, Mrs. Swellen, And then yeah. on the screen comes the mom. The mom is home. And penny Super. Yes.
0: And, and at this, this while all this is going on, Swellen is still trying to cover her tracks, and because she's announcing all of these people coming down the runway. So the chef comes out, and she's like, normally the chef gets like a longer description, and she's like, and here's whatever Trina, her name is as the chef. Yeah, Katrina as the chef, and she's like, okay, thank you. And she looks over, and she's like, um. I thought I was supposed to like, thank you, Katrina. Walk more. It's so just like, op, op, <laughs> yeah, thank you, move." Um, and then uh, right after this, uh, she, Brian gets out of the the hot dog hut car, <laughs> clown dog. Um, and he comes out, and she's like, "And for our closing finale number, look at this beautiful uniform from the clown dog." Which it wasn't it's, beautiful. Oh God, it I'm was like, white shirt, white pants. It is not
1: um, orange and but yellow she in- bow tie.
0: Yeah, and then she went into, like, explaining. She was even like, and she's like, and nothing would be complete without that signature cap. And she's, like, adding all this stuff on, trying to explain it away. Um, this is when Kenny comes up to her and it's like, hey, mom's home. Um, interrupting her during, how unprofessional does this whole thing seem?
1: Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> what are they supposed to do?
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, and so she ends up uh, looking over, and um, her mom says, Sue you're in big trouble, Missy. And they're like, okay. She's like, and then she has her breakdown moment. She's like, I can't do this I'm 17. anymore. And
1: she,
0: she explains it to everyone. Rose has this look on her face like, oh, that receptionist bitch was right. But girl, I still love <laughs> her. <laughs> she really was a ride or die, okay? Um, now, at this point, the party is uh, dissipating. And uh, the receptionist is standing next to Rose at her car. And it's like filing her nails, and it's like, yep, yeah, I was right.. <laughs> um, and then her car pulls up and it's like covered in shaving cream and <laughs> I love it.. <laughs> but, I just love it. They really deserve it. Um, but inside, uh, Suelle is talking to her mom and um, is basically saying like they asked what happened to the babysitter. She's like, we'll talk about it in the morning. She basically is like handling the mom position. She's like, now you mom go to your room, and all the kids say goodnight to Suellen, and like even Melissa hugs her and is like, night, mom. I mean, sorry, swell. And like this, this shocks the mom because the mom's like, these kids were not this well behaved, and the house
1: is all clean. She's looking around like, and it really taught the mom nothing because the mom probably left them again two months later to go on another trip because <laughs> they behaved so well. I mean, all we yeah. did was kill yeah, the babysitter. Yeah. They didn't kill her, <laughs> they didn't kill so she died. You yeah. didn't mention that she died from a heart attack, I think, from seeing Kenny's room.
0: Yes, yes, she saw all the crazy shit that she had to stumble down the stairs to get to her room, though. If she was having a heart attack, that prolonged. I think it was Kenny's room, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was there was a lot of Satan, there were a lot of titties on the wall, lots of stuff. Anyways, but now at this point in the movie, he's cleaned up his act. Um, he's even got the attention of uh, Suelle's friend that he hit yep. on at the beginning of the movie who want to give him the timer because day. because he cut his hair. And that was the slutty nurse, just in Ooh. case you guys wanted to know. Um, now at this point, um, the mom is really well, looking around the house and thinking like, wow, this is incredible, but um, also this and is also, crazy. And also, I'm going to go uh, to bed. goes, to- yeah, I'm going to go to bed because listen, I had a couple of my ties on my flight <laughs> and I am Thai <laughs> Thai um and so Suelle walks outside um rose hears someone walking behind her she turns around this moment is so great because rose always treated Sue and like so well this whole movie um and she still wants to keep her on on the company
1: which is that shit crazy like she should be worried about her getting in trouble for hiring a 17 year old
0: Yeah, but apparently all of the buyers said, oh, that was such a smart idea to hire a kid. Yeah, it's great. But Sue Ellen was like, "Uh,
1: I'm going to pass this, you know, whatever job, this high paying job to go to college. Which like you go to college to get a high paying job. So I didn't quite understand that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot about this movie that's like um, really weird. Um, The reason not that pretty much wraps up the movie. Oh, she made up with Brian and and they got back together. She made up with Brian at the very, very end. They kiss. Love is love. Their summer has been a success in some ways, but a failure in many. Um, The reason I love this movie so much is because this is what I remember about the 90s is like every instance in the movie, um, just from what kids were wearing. That is what I remember. My most early memories are like us in the 90s. Mom would get us. Uh, those highlighter color fucking shirts and put us each in a different one and they were yellow, one was yellow, one was green, one was pink, one was orange and she had a picture of us all standing next to each other just super 90s like sun beating down on us, that's what I remember yeah. about the 90s
1: and
0: then leave us with terrible babysitters you know what? But I think isn't that, I think, is that what other kids think, too, when they get when they get babysat. They're like, Jesus She used Christ. to make us go. She, she used, used to I
1: mean? want us out of her fucking hair. Remember logos on Wednesday nights and the park program? Anything to oh get God, yeah, away from program.
0: us. No. Yeah, yeah. We were. But it's four kids that were very very uh close in age so our energy levels were pretty intense like when kids are the worst of their energy is when they're like in elementary school that's when everyone has something to say everyone wants attention i can understand but i also like just be a better try harder example Triggered. okay <laughs> Triggered. but i do like the, i do like the park program <laughs> i hated all of it I saw a lot of fights happen at the park program, so that's why I like it. If you are um, native to Iowa, uh, specifically Davenport uh, near Truman Elementary, um, there was a park program right uh, at the park next to the mobile. Okay, I remember everything yes. about this area. We used to go there all the time in Green uh, Acres during the summer. Green Acres. Shout out to all our Quad City folks. We'll be back there in a week to get married. But yes. Uh, Park program was the shit. That's where I grew up and uh made some good friends. I mean, I saw friends from that time.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if you ever went to logos at St. Matthew's Lutheran Church in Devonport, Iowa in the nineties, you know, contrast.
0: You, you probably saw us in the corner <laughs> with bruises. No, I'm just kidding. I just kidding. yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah. I think it's funny. That's what's interesting to me, is like looking back on my childhood, there's a lot of things that like Yes, I think when you're little, everything affects you just sensory wise, you just because you haven't experienced the world yet, you know, you don't know what really is out there. But um, it just sucks when the shitty things kind of happen when it's like people that you've thought were your protectors. Yeah. And those things happen, but it's also a growing moment. You have to reflect on those things and look at like why those people did those things and what was going on in their life. It's not just from my side. We're a kid. So yes, we should have been the priority, but there's things that happened that I can't fault people for now. You know, you can't,
1: but I can. I'm just kidding. Hope whatever. Um, okay. Let's talk about something like your favorite character in the movie.
0: Oh, okay. love this. Okay. Um, my favorite character in the movie is the receptionist. Ah, See, <laughs> um, I oh like my her God, she's she is a, a bitch. Yes, I just like that she always has something rude and negative to say all the time. It Does not matter. I liked
1: Kenny um, because I think he his character made the most gross.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. He he definitely got now now. Uh,
1: we have five siblings in our family. Who would be uh-huh. who? Oh, yeah. of And not kids? just by age, because obviously, you know. You don't want to do like, oh, Zach would be Walter because he's the youngest.
0: Well, Zach would be Walter. Okay. Um, he would, would be Walter. Um, because he's just and he's a good old boy, just trying to have some fun. That's how okay. I pic- picture Zach. Uh Brandon is Kenny.
1: Mm. I feel like.
0: Well, okay. Why? <laughs> Who do you think? Who do you I think? Don't know. I don't know. You name them, because I need mean, okay. I mean this. I don't
1: know why would you say Brandon for Kenny?
0: Because he did go through that. Okay, big old well then I didn't know that. But yeah, okay, yeah. Like our whole our whole high school years, he was high, and I had no idea. I he think a room Melissa would be Zach
1: because she yeah. always had a boyfriend, and and not always. I don't want to make her yeah. seem like a. May, the the majority of the time, it was Javier. Yeah, but she was that
0: love sick. I don't know. I think you would I be. i the oldest. No, because you would have. You were the one who always took care of us when we so were. So you little. would be. So Melissa. that makes sense. Yes, because I'm a little rowdy, um, and I do like. And to I know that's confusing sometimes. for the listeners because we have a brother named Zach and a sister named Melissa. But but go watch the movie. Keep in mind, anytime we do these podcasts, um, if you haven't seen the movie already. Um, it's totally fine that you listen to the podcast before, but all, we encourage you to, the reason we're spreading these movies is because they connected to us in some way. So ultimately, yes. We want and the, to fashion. See these movies. the fashion
1: in this movie alone, yes. you have
0: to go watch because it will bring you back to the 90s. No, yeah, for sure. It will take you there. Yeah. That's why I love it so much. Um, okay. Lindsay.
1: Next episode is going to be a walk to remember to celebrate Nick's wedding we're gonna do a romantic cute movie came out when I was a senior I'm very excited about it
0: and I love this movie too it's very good it has um, only hope I love that it, I love like, the whole
1: soundtrack oh my god, for this movie it's coming up oh,
0: I love it it is good it is so good I watched uh, to prepare for it I watched um, 10 of the most impactful moments from it on like YouTube today there was like a little top 10 like impact yeah, moments love it. in the movie or whatever it's such a good movie. It's I forgot how many sad yes. scenes there are in the movie. So I I'm not prepared to cry so hard. Um but I I kind of am because maybe once I get married uh I'll get all this stress will relieve me. You know cuz right now it's like just planning on what, very how stressful. everything's going to work out. What's going it is. It's a lot. But, um, yeah, I will get to see my sister there. And it has been such a pleasure to talk to you tonight, Lindsay. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for yes, the memories. Yes, goodbye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Chaotic Cinema. Thanks for the memories. Insert Lindsay, Android Nightmares. She doesn't sound like that. It just, to me, she does. Um... This is wedding week, so as soon as we have another episode, we will post it ASAP. But for now, let's get drunk and celebrate love, shall we?